This is Sean Quirk, head coach of the Boston Cannons with Pro Lacrosse Talk. Hans Driver. Snyder with scores! Now it's yeah. Padel score! Hands off for Ravel, switches hands and scores! Kylie Miller showing off those shifty skills. Right off the bat, there's Lyle Thompson! Welcome to Season 2 of the Pro Lacrosse Talk Podcast, the voice of Pro Lacrosse. I'm Hutton, he's Adam, and together we're bringing you interviews from all your favorite players and coaches, as well as news and analysis from all four professional lacrosse leagues. We're here with Sean Quirk, head coach of the Boston Cannons, whose squad is set to take the field for the MLL's 20th anniversary season this coming weekend. Coach Quirk, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. So, Coach, we obviously want to dive in and talk about the Cannons and the upcoming MLL season. Before we do, I want to talk to you about your earlier days in the game. Who first put a stick in your hand for the first time? Yeah, you know, my older brother, Brian, uh, who is six years older than I, he started playing at a young age down in Connecticut, and he's the one that really got me into the sport. And then along the way, I had some great coaches, you know, at the youth age, uh, Frank Barron, my high school coach, Paul Adams and my college coach, Keith Bugby. Yeah, and, and let's, let's kind of dive into uh, your time at Springfield College. You had a fantastic playing career there. You won the 94 National Championship, and the next year you were D2 Goalie of the Year. So talk a little bit about your experience. It was, uh, you, you know, you, you look back, I think, several years after you've been out, and I've been out a while, and it was the perfect fit for me as a student athlete. Uh, institutionally at Springfield and certainly the lacrosse program playing under, you know, Coach Bugby and the philosophy that he had and my teammates just were, were everything. And some of them are still my best friends, uh, you know, in a lot of their weddings and in mine, certainly. So some great memories from Springfield and, you know, obviously the teams we played on had a lot of success there, but I, I'm a firm believer in a, a strong culture and I know that's what we had there and what helped us, you know, win that national title that you referred to. And you stuck around Springfield for a few years after graduation, and that's where you started your coaching career. Was it always your plan to become a coach? You know, it really was. I mentioned my high school coach, Paul Adams. He was a Springfield alum, and that was a big reason I went there was because it's, a, you know, a phys ed school. Mm-hmm. A lot of coaches come out of Springfield, and I had an inkling that I wanted to coach, you know, when I was in high school. I didn't know what level. Um, So when I got to Springfield, I started working a lot of my coaches lacrosse camps during the summer. And I said, heck, if I can make a living out of doing this, I'll never work a day in uh, my life. So I went on to coach at Springfield and, you know, spent two years there and then moved on to Endicott, uh, where I was there for 18 years as the head coach. Yeah, let's go into your time at Endicott a little bit. That was your first and last head coaching job. Uh, You stuck around there since 1998, now Associate Athletic Director with Endicott. Uh, What made Endicott such a special place for you to stick around all these years? It is. um, You know, I think my love for Springfield College, I said to Coach Bugby after I finished my master's and my GA job up there, I said, I'd like to spend the rest of my career at Springfield, right? And uh, I was young. I was 23 years old, and I had interviewed for the Endicott job. Um, I got that, obviously, and I've been there ever since. And the reason I have been there is, again, it's the people, it's the relationships, 
the young men that I coach there for 18 years and uh, the people I work with every day, culturally, it's just, uh, it's a spectacular place and one that's near and dear to my heart. Yeah, that's fantastic. And uh, I've gotten to know a lot about Endicott. Uh, I used to work at Elizabethtown College, uh, and we would stand next to Endicott uh, at college fairs all the time. So I've read all of your brochures and learned a lot about Endicott. It's a beautiful campus. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah, that's great, Coach. And we want to dive into the pro game now a bit. Uh, you took over head coaching duties with the Cannons in 2015. You've been there for five years with them. Uh, talk about what it was like getting the first taste of the pro game, and has your coaching style evolved a little bit since then? Yeah, you, you know, it was uh, – and how it came about was pretty uh, ironic. I, I had stepped down from coaching at Endicott in May, and I was really stepping away from coaching and had no, you know, plans – to get back into it anytime soon, really. And in August, uh, John Tucker had stepped down to go to Atlanta as the head coach and GM. And at the time, Kevin Barney, who was the GM and, and vice president, and Ian Fernet, who is still our president, uh, I met with those guys, and both of them being Springfield alums, you know, really over a cup of coffee, started talking about the organization and their vision for what the Cannons have been. Um, you know, before I got there and where they saw the MLL and the Cannons going. And I went home, I, I spoke to my family and said, you know, can I get back into this a, a little bit sooner than anticipated? And they said, you got to do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, uh, they, they wanted me to keep coaching even after Endicott, but I wanted to spend time with my family. I, my kids were younger then. Um, so getting into the, the pro game, you know, it was quite different, right? You're used to recruiting players and working with families and bringing them onto campus. And I inherited this group of, of men from Coach Tucker, which we had a really strong core of guys and jumped into it really in September and started preparing for the draft and the supplemental draft. And that was new mm -hmm. uh, to me. So Jim Murphy, who was my assistant with the Cannons at the time, and John Kopacki, who I brought in. Um, you know, Coach Murphy had been with the Cannons for a long time, I think 15 years. So I got to learn a lot from him and certainly the front office staff. And it's been an adjustment, you know, jump into that next level, certainly in philosophy and um, the speed of play and a shot clock and two-pointers. It's a, it's a different game. Um, but drafting players, you know, it's really the same thing almost as recruiting. It's doing your homework on those guys, talking to those college coaches instead of high school coaches and building it that way. So let's talk about this offseason a little bit. You know, it, it must have been a whirlwind for you. You made a bunch of big-time moves, adding guys like Randy Stotts, Brian Cole, Bryce Wasserman uh, to an already strong core. Um, what were those trade talks like? And, and talk about this offseason. After coming off of 2019, we had a successful year, making it to the playoffs and, you know, having a battle with Denver out there in the semifinals and then moving on to the finals, obviously. Um, so I think our team was exceptionally close last year. You know, in the locker room after that Denver game, it was just brutal, you know, saying goodbye to those guys and seeing them say goodbye to each other. And you never know who's going to be back, right? Some guys are going to retire. Some guys are going to move on uh, for different various reasons. But our goal really was to keep the nucleus 
and as many of those guys in that locker room back in 2020. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought our staff did a, a, a great job of re-signing many of those guys. Some of them were already on multiple-year contracts. And then we had to fill in the gaps, right, of, sure. of players and people that we thought were going to fit the fabric of the culture that we've built. And that's when we went out and aggressively sought Bryce Wasserman and Brian Cole and Randy Stotts and Matt Gilray and Scott Corcoran um, and then moved on to the college draft, right, where we needed to pick up a, a few more guys and really pleasantly uh, happy with those gentlemen that we drafted and are going to be playing with us th this week as well. So, you know, a lot went into it. It, it was a busy off season, certainly. Um, but uh, we're excited to get going here, man. It's, uh, it's been a long time coming. Uh, I think everyone is just so thirsty to see some lacrosse. And, and our guys, you know, we've been talking to them regularly, uh, you know, since missing our training camp back in the end of May. And they've just been itching to get going, like I said. So we're excited to see each other and start building. You know, we only have a few days to do that um, before our first game against the Lizards on Saturday. And, Coach, now, you, you know, you have the MLL's 20th season upon us. Uh, it's only going to be a week long. Um, so what are your expectations, really, for this upcoming season? You know, I think being with the Cannons for five years, uh, like I said, John Tucker left us a, a really strong group. And we lost a, a number of those players, um, you know, due to retirement. Max Siebel, Mitch Belial, some really good leaders. Brody Merrill moved on. Um, and, and certainly others. So I think, you know, building this over the course of a few years and getting that taste of, of the playoffs mm -hmm. and, and reaching that championship, our guys know what it's going to take to get there this week. And it's going to be a different season, right? It's all in one week, five games in seven or eight days, and, and then the playoffs. So we're just trying to stay really mentally dialed in and physically keep our, ourselves healthy and, and certainly safe during, you know, this time. But our goal is a championship and nothing less. Every guy has talked about it and they're committed to doing that, certainly through our core standards that we believe in. Now, in addition to this coming week in the MLL, you were pretty busy recently as well, starting Peak Pro Sports with your goalie, Nick Morocco, who you've worked with at Peak Goalie. Tell us a bit about this new brand and what you're doing with Nick. Yeah, th thank you for asking that. We, um, you know, maybe a year, year and a half, Nick's been, this is his third season with the Cannons, and obviously myself being a goalie guy and my partner Eric Haggerty with our goalie camp that's been around for, gosh, 29 years, you know, we've been associated with that. We started looking at, at some different products, um, you know, shafts for goalies, something that's a little bit different, uh, you know, most goalies will use a 30-inch or a 40-inch shaft. So we came out with – we started looking at like a 32-inch shaft specifically for goalies, a carbon, a carbon composite, and an alloy shaft um, with some other products in there. And we started manufacturing it, developing it, getting it out in people's hands and feeling it. And I put it in Nick's hands, and he's like, Sean, this thing's amazing. Can I use it? And I was like, sure. And then we got it in other field players' hands. So then we developed the 30-inch shaft, same thing of the materials of carbon, carbon composite, and an alloy. 
Um, and, and they just loved it. Some of the pro guys. So this is dating back, you know, a, a year ago or so. And we were looking at other products as well, you know, an apparel line that's flashy, that that's consistent, that's durable, that, that players would like, and people would just like to wear around lacrosse fans. Um, so that's what we're launching right now are those things, shafts and apparel. We, we do have other things planned for this coming fall to come on market that we believe are unique to the game of lacrosse, some of them that haven't been put out before, um, and then some other products certainly that have been around that we're testing right now. So, you know, we're super excited about the opportunity that, we, you know, we understand that there's a lot of players in the game, right? And, but we feel that there's a need for a, a product out there um, that's new, that is durable, that's consistent, that's flashy, um, that's stylish, and at a price point that's very reasonable um, that we feel for the consumers that they're going to be happy with. No, that's great. We're certainly looking forward to seeing what uh, comes out of Peak Pro Sports. Uh, with that, we're going to take a quick break, hear a word from our sponsor, and then we'll dive into our 5 and 5 segment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today, I also want to talk to you about our affiliate Parkside Cards. Parkside Cards is your go-to source for Major League Lacrosse trading cards. They have a variety of packs on their website, including a box set that comes with four tickets to an MLL game, and a Lyle Thompson signature pack that comes with a limited edition signed Lyle Thompson card. And the best part is we've teamed up with Parkside Cards to provide you with a special discount. Simply visit parksidecards.com and use the code PLT to save 20% on your order today. All right, so welcome back. Now it's time to dive in our five and five. So, Coach, I'm going to ask you five lacrosse questions. Adam will ask you five off-the-field questions. These will be kind of, you know, quick questions, uh, you know, short answers, kind of fun fun questions, hopefully. Um, my first one I have for you is what are some pregame superstitions or routines that you have? Yeah, you know, ever since uh, my, my freshman year uh, that I was in college, before every single game I listened to Queen and Davey, they, uh, David Bowie under pressure. You know, I thrive off of pressure, and I, that just gets me juiced up before every game. I love it. My second question for you, Coach, is uh, what is your favorite lacrosse memory? Uh, you, you know, just being with teammates, but winning that national title was something really special that I'll never forget. And, Coach, what has been your favorite venue to coach lacrosse at? Um, you know, probably – uh, honestly, Endicott College, you know, that is probably my favorite venue because that's where I really got my start as a head coach and, and just built so many wonderful relationships. No, that's awesome. Fourth question is, uh, who is a coach that you've leaned on as a mentor during your career? Keith Bugby, if I had to name one, and Paul Adams, my high school coach. Those two guys, uh, you know, I spoke to him on my drive up here. I speak to Coach Bugby literally every single day um a little bit about lacrosse but more about life no that's great and then uh my final one is which coach are you looking forward to facing uh this summer you know you got coach mariano 
uh, who's taken over the Bayhawks, then Coach Ford is another new coach. Are there any, you know, coaches in particular looking forward to uh, facing? You, you know, we're really fortunate that we have really uh, five other great head coaches, and I love competing against all those guys, but, but I'm fired up to go against Mariano and, and maybe, uh, you know, Spencer Ford, number two. No, that's great. We're certainly looking forward to seeing, you know, both those matchups as well as all your matchups. Uh, that wraps up the lacrosse questions. Now Adam's going to take away the off-the-field questions. Yep, so number one for off-the-field. Uh, what are some hobbies and activities you enjoy while you're not on the lacrosse field? I love spending time with my family. It's the number one priority in my life. And uh, I started running marathons three years ago. Um, and, and that's something that's, you know, become a, a really good challenge for me mentally and physically. Number two, who is a professional coach in a different sport you admire? Um, you know, certainly Boston sports are big and, you know, Bill Belichick, the, the way he has built the New England Patriots, I have such respect for him, but his assistant coaches, Chris Madison, Mike Pellegrino, who are, uh, you know, two lacrosse guys that were on the Boston Cannons. So that entire staff is one that I certainly respect uh, greatly. Now, that's definitely uh, a crew to root for. Anyone that has some lacrosse coaches on the squad is definitely uh, a good coaching staff, right? Um, number three, what's your favorite spot to vacation? Bermuda. All right, we just had Greg Catrano on, uh, and he also said Bermuda. So uh, I guess Hutton and I will have to uh, check that out for sure. Number four, what's your favorite meal, and do you prefer to dine out or cook at home? You know, right now I'm loving cooking at home. I have no desire to go out and dine, but uh, probably one of my favorite things is uh, my mom's homemade gnocchi with her Italian sauce. You can't beat it, man. Yeah, that does sound good. You're making me hungry. Uh, and my last question, Coach, uh, what's a book or podcast uh, that you'd recommend uh, to one of your players or a friend? Um, my favorite book is The Game of Life that I would recommend anyone to read. All right, Coach, my final question for you that we like to ask all our guests is, what's some advice you have for a young player looking to one day play lacrosse professionally or coach professionally? Yeah, you know, I think you just got to love playing the game and not get stressed out about either the recruitment process or, you know, too many years ahead. For these players that are starting out, just love the game, listen to your coaches, continue to get better, and play other sports. Now, I think that's some great advice for our young listeners, Coach. Uh, we really appreciate you hopping on. Looking forward to watching you and the Cannons uh, this upcoming week. Um, and best of luck, you know, in this MLL 20th anniversary season. Thank you. It's always a pleasure t speaking to you guys. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today, I also want to talk to you about Design Tree. On our Design Tree store, we have several t-shirt designs like the Pro Lacrosse Talk tee I'm wearing today, our Blast Lacrosse shirt, Cross's Medicine shirt, and many more designs on the way. 
Design Tree is also home to hundreds of other t-shirt designs in the realm of sports and pop culture. To help support the podcast, please consider checking out our Design Tree store at dsgntree.com backslash pro-lacrosse-talk and grab a shirt today.